return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Morning, a very good morning from the Tabernacle here in Brookings, South Dakota. So um, it certainly is a wonderful season. We're in our Christmas season and celebrating the birth of Jesus and that he came to redeem his people. So uh, welcome to each one of you here in our adult Sunday school class. But I also want to welcome our Facebook family and uh, friends around the world. We welcome you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Should we say a prayer together? Father, thank you for this day. Thank you the day you have made. And we're here to rejoice. We are here to be glad in you, Lord. Thank you for opening up the heavens and pouring out blessings. Your word says we can't even contain them all. So, Lord, we receive your goodness and we return thanks to you. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. We all pray in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. So I've been thinking uh, this week, for a couple weeks actually, As I've been reading the word, I kept seeing the word yourself, kind of like how people in the Bible that they woke themselves up and they said, you know, I, there's something I can do. I can do, I can do something. We can do it ourselves." And so the name of my message this morning is do your part. Can we all say that? Do your part. And I want to start with a quote from Jack Hayford that I heard years ago, and I really, really like it. It says, um, without God, we can't. Well, we all know that, right? But it says, without us, he won't. So he's given us a tremendous amount of authority. He's given us opportunities here on the earth to cause his gospel to go around the world. So thank you, Lord. Without you, we can't, but we know that with you, we can do all things through Christ, say it, who strengthens me. Amen. So we're a huge part of how God moves in our lives. So uh, I want to start with uh, a scripture from Psalm 115, verse 16. And um, this verse really changed my life uh, several years ago. This verse says, the heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's. That then, and now catch this. Catch what it says here. But the earth, can we all say, but the earth, but the earth, that's where we're at right now, he has given to the children of men. So, wow, what a responsibility. We want to do our part. Can you say amen to that? The heavens are the Lord's, yes, hallelujah. But the earth, he's given it to the children of men, he's given us authority. He said uh, so many things about what he wants us to do here on the earth. And then Psalm 42, verse 11 in the Amplified, uh, could, uh, we could apply that verse to the next verse. And um, our, our uh, theme today, our 
key phrase is, do your part. Can everyone say that? Do your part. I mean, I do my part. Amen. So this verse says, from Psalm 42, it says, do you want to read it with me? Feel free. Why are you in despair, O my soul? Go ahead. Why have you become restless and disquieted within me? Hope in God. Wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance, amen, and my God. Whenever I read that about our countenance, I think, hey, we got a smile on our face, amen? He's our helper. He's the help of my countenance. He helps us smile. But, you know, as I look at this verse, it says, why are you in despair? The the psalmist here is speaking to himself. He says, oh, my soul. We're asking ourselves, oh, my soul, why are you discouraged? Come on, maybe today, maybe this week. Some felt that. Why are you disquieted, restless, and have you lost your hope? The Bible says, turn it into praise. I shall yet praise him. We're going to do our part. Say amen. I shall yet praise him. He is the health of my countenance, the next verse says, and my God. So go to the next one. It's Psalm 43, verse 5. It's a very similar. I love it when the word is repeated so many times. Um, verse 5 says, why are you cast down? Are you cast down today? Have you been discouraged? There's a resounding, not today. <laughs> I, am, I am here to worship the Lord. Why are you cast down? And again, the psalmist is speaking to himself, oh, my soul. So we can ask ourselves, why am I in the mully grubs? We've used that word in Bible study <laughs> before. Why are we discouraged? Why are we cast down? Talk to yourself. Ask yourself. Do your part. And then, um, again, it says, and why are you disquieted? Why are you, um, why have you forfeited your peace? Come on. For a certain circumstance. We don't want to forfeit our peace. It says, why are you disquieted? And let's say it together. Hope in God. Let's say this time hope in Jesus. Let's hope in Jesus. For I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance. There it is again. He's shining all over you. He can shine through your smile. He can shine through your eyes. And the glory of the Lord is seen upon you. So that, that verse says, he is my the help of my countenance and my God. So we can do our part. We're asking ourselves, wow, why am I in, why do I have the blues? Why am I sad or, uh, come on, disappointed? People face disappointments. Is that correct? What about discouragement? The psalmist here is talking about discouragement. Maybe things don't look right now the way 10 years ago we thought they would look right now. But the psalmist is saying, why are you cast down? Why are you disquieted? Why have you forfeited your peace? Hope thou in God. He is the help of my countenance. Hallelujah. And my strength. Amen. So um, Psalm 103, 1 through 5 is a powerful portion of scripture. And again, we're talking today about the authority that the Lord has given us. But we want to do our part. We want to make choices every day. Please say amen right there. Amen. We want to make choices every day to stay up. God's an up God. He came down to lift us up. And we can choose every day to resist discouragement. 
every day, I choose to resist discouragement. Sometimes it might slip in the back door. But we can do our part and use the authority that we read about from Psalm 115, that the earth is the Lord's, but the, the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he's given to the children of men. He's already given it to us. Come on, take a deep breath and just say, thank you, Lord, I have it. Our begging days are over. Come on. We have this treasure, what does the Bible say? We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of his glory may be of God and not of us. It's not about us. Without him, we can't, Jack Hayford said. But with, without us, he won't. So, wow, what a privilege we have. With, with God, we can do all things. And through us, that's how he moves. Aren't we his body? Say amen. Aren't we his hands and his feet? Amen. Why did he commission us to go around the world and preach the gospel? We are his body. We are his hands. We are his feet. So Psalm 105, or 103, 1 through 5, is a beautiful portion of scripture. And it starts out, again, you speak to yourself. You say, oh, my soul. Can we say, oh, my soul? Oh, my soul. Let's talk to ourselves. And uh, this scripture says, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Amen. All that is within me, does that include your emotions? Say yes. Does that include uh, your attitude? There, right there. Come on, right there. Does that include um, uh, how you're um, going to treat other people? Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, everything that is within me. You can read it with me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all our iniquities. These are good verses right here. He heals, say it, all your diseases. Hallelujah. He redeems. There's so many beautiful words in here. He redeems our life from destruction. How many here today would say he's done that for you? He's redeemed our life from destruction. He brought us up out of the miry pit. He set our feet on a rock to stay. And now we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness. Praise the Lord with me this morning. We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness. We've been translated from addictions, from alcoholism, amen, from drug addictions, amen, from immorality. We've been translated. The chains of sin have been broken. Shout amen right there. And we've been delivered. Oh, praise the Lord. He redeems your life from destruction. How many here would say, I don't even know if I'd be alive today if it weren't for Jesus? Well, that would certainly be true in our life. And even friends that would be watching us, watching this video, would know our family. And they know that we could be in the grave today. That we could be alcoholics today. We could be drug addicts. We could be homeless. We could be living on the street We could have nothing. We could be depressed. And I personally could be in, I don't know what they call it now, but I'm going to say an insane asylum because um, of people in my family that ended up that way. And even an an aunt that uh, ended up, she died in an insane asylum. Isn't that sad? He redeems your life. Come on, take it right now. He redeems your life from destruction. Thank you, Lord. We've been delivered. Oh, praise the Lord. We could shout and sing that song right there. 
He crowns you with what? Say it. Loving kindness. Isn't that the best Christmas gift right now? He crowns you. Your life is crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen. And it says uh, there's satisfaction in knowing the Lord. You know, every man has a soul thirst. We all have soul thirst. But Jesus said, when you, when you drink from the water, the living water, you will never thirst again. Hallelujah. Jesus satisfies the longing soul. I pray today that as, as you're hearing these scriptures, that there's a satisfaction that fills your soul this morning. He satisfies, you can read it with me, your mouth with good things. And we all like the last part of this verse, don't we? So that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. So no matter what age we are in this, uh, in this room or uh, in this listening audience, the Bible says that he, he renews our youth like the eagles. How many want to soar today? Amen. How many want to fly? Amen. How many want to be raised up and looking down on things that really aren't that big of a deal after all? Isn't that wonderful news? Amen. Because uh, we want to only magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and what? He heard me. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fear. Thank you, Lord. If anyone uh, this morning feels that they're in the grip of fear, in Jesus' name, we are authorized to break off. Fear is a spirit. I know most of you here today would know that, but some people don't know that. I was probably 20 years old before I knew that, that fear is a spirit. God has not given us a spirit of fear, come on, say it, but of love, power, and a sound mind. We have a sound mind. Amen. We think right. Amen. We have peace that passes. Let me just release this into the atmosphere. Peace, it passes our human understanding. Just receive that peace. We want this season to be a season of peace and not stress. Does everyone want to agree with that? We can just, uh, don't allow stress to come in. Dave and I were talking on the drive up here that we want to take one day at a time. Amen. And that's what Jesus said to do. He said, don't give a second thought about tomorrow. Well, there's a relief right there. Hallelujah. So the scripture, continuing on with the word, do your part. Amen. So far, do you understand what I've been speaking? These scriptures are all addressed to us. People can be saying, oh, God, won't you do this? Oh, God, I'm waiting for you. Oh, God, please do this and that. But God is saying, I have sent my only begotten son. I have caused you to be more than conquerors. Say, that's a good place to say amen. More than conquerors. Come on, if the word says it, then we know it's true. Amen. More than conquerors through him who loves us. Amen. So uh, we, want, we want to do our part. Um, I shared this scripture with my kids this week, Romans 4, verse 17. It's in the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. You will love this. You will love this verse. It's uh, talking about Abraham. And the King James says that he called those things that be not as though they were. Have we forgotten to do that? Well, I'll answer myself. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) That we can call those things that be not as though they were. We're using our mouth 
And even that psalm that we just read before that, it says, he satisfies our mouth with good things. Oh, there's so many good things to say. But this says, um, let's go ahead and drop down. Let's start with this happened. Well, no, I better not. Let's start with 17. That is what the scriptures mean when God told Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings back the dead. Yes, hallelujah. And let's read this last phrase together. And who creates new things out of nothing. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He spoke those things that be not as though they were. We We can create new things out of nothing. We can create new things out of things that aren't there in the natural. The spirit world is more real than the natural world. We want to use our mouth to speak the word of God, to send the healing word. Don't we do that all the time? In fact, even right now, we send Psalm 107.20. We send the healing word right now to everyone in this room, but also others in the congregation who maybe couldn't make it today because they're, they're laying on a bed of affliction. We send the healing word to deliver them and heal them. Even this hour, Jesus said, even this selfsame hour, be healed, be made whole. There's nothing too hard for God. Thank you, Lord, for miracles in our midst. Thank you for the word that we can speak the word only, say it, and your servant shall be healed. Hallelujah. What about loved ones? What about uh, parents? What about children? What about aunts, uncles, nieces, and nephews? What about cousins? What about uh, our whole household? We speak the word over them. Uh, Salvation came in the book of Acts. The Bible says, I think it's Acts 16, 31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, you will be saved and your house. And your house. It's a um, huge blessing. It's not, it doesn't stop right here. It, it has a, this multiplying effect. We've seen that in our lives. We've seen the Lord deliver us. We've seen the Lord uh, touch our bodies and heal us. And I know all around the room here that you've experienced that same thing. So we want to uh, speak those things that be not, call things that be not as though they were. Let's not talk about our problems. Say amen. Let's speak the promises. This is a good lifestyle. It may be tempting to magnify how you feel, what you don't see, what you thought was going to happen. But let's go back to word. Let's place the word of God above our circumstances. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It was written so that it will not be changed. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. We've been endued with power from on high. When everyone in the room, take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath and get refilled again today with the Holy Spirit. Be refilled with the Holy Spirit. I wonder if, okay, yeah. So I'm going to, let's see. Like I said, I might not go in complete order here, but look at Ephesians 5, 19 through 21. Thank you, Lord. Does God want you to have a sad, bad, discouraging day? Tell me. Of course he doesn't. God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, 
that we could have, Jesus said in red letters, that we could have life, say life, and then he added to it more abundantly. Well, that's a good life right there. Jesus came to give us life. He came to give us eternal life, and he came to give us life more abundantly. So we want to do our part. Say amen. I want to do my part. I want to believe what he says more than what I think or what I feel. Hallelujah. No matter what happens. So he wants us filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, this is how we came in here today, isn't it? Amen. Say amen. Ephesians 19 or 5, 19 through 21. Let's read it together. Speaking to yourselves in hymns and spiritual songs. Singing. Making melody where? In your heart. It's, oh, my soul, sing to the Lord. Oh, my soul, bless the Lord. Verse 20, giving thanks once in a while. Oh, I got it. Uh, you caught me there. Giving thanks always. Are we a thankful people? Are we, th- you know, I'm talking about my husband right now, but I'm also talking about your pastor. I live with the most thankful man I've ever met in my life. He like, he like thanks God for, oh, thank you, Lord, for this bowl of cereal. Oh, Lord, thank you. I can stand upright. Lord, thank you. I have taste buds. Lord, thank you that I can walk. Amen. So it says, giving thanks always. It might be a small thing. You know, some small things happened this week that even at Ladies Bible Study, it was, it was so sweet because like we needed, um, what did we need, Angeline? Like little decorated things for the cookies. Oh, first we need the cookies, and Linda, it's a long story, but Linda brought the cookies. It's like, hallelujah, we needed that cookie. To, it's supposed to look like a little saucer for this little teacup. Amen. And then yeah, um, Michelle brought this little tub of these other syrups that we needed. And it was like, not. it was pretty soon before Bible study started, but, but it was like, oh. Should we send Pastor Rand into the store? Although I think we did send him once for bowls. But anyway, but you know, it's like these little things, giving thanks always. Remember to thank him. I'm um, still working on this. Every day I'm working on this. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you're faithful. His name is Faithful. That's one of his names. His name is Wonderful. His name is Counselor. His name is, say it. Amen. Mighty God. And I guess, you know, during this Christmas season, um, I, I love that he's the Prince of Peace. Stay in peace. Let the peace rule in your heart and in your, come on, in your mind, in Christ Jesus. So we give thanks always. Can you read this with me? Give thanks always. For all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. I'll just sum that up by saying, just be nice to each other. Amen? Say amen. (laughs) Okay, so um, I also love Jude 20. And uh, for those who don't know about the Bible... Um, I didn't know about the Bible. I didn't know there was a New and an Old Testament until I was 19 years old. Isn't that something? And I grew up here in the United States of America. But Jude 20, there's only one chapter in the, in the book of Jude. So when I say Jude 20, 20 is actually the, a verse. And I love this verse. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to do our part. Can you say I'm going to do my part? 
I'm going to do my part. Cheer yourself up. Jude 20 says, build yourself up. Hallelujah. Come on. Shout amen. Build yourself up. Okay, go ahead. Call your uh, prayer chain. <laughs> go ahead. Call 10, 20, 30 people. But the Bible says, build yourself up. Build yourself up. How do we do that? In the Holy Ghost. Amen. Build yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. Is there more to that verse? Yeah. But you, dear friends, dear friends, you are my dear friends. <laughs> you are the body of Christ. You are my brothers and sisters in the Lord. It says, you, dear friends, build your, you can read it with me, build yourself up. In, what are we building ourselves up in? In our most holy faith. We're getting rid of doubt. Amen. Say amen. We're getting rid of doubt. Build yourself up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Was that all I had up there? I thought I saw it go to 21, but 20 is good. That's good. So we want to, this is what I've been seeing the last few weeks, weeks is that word yourselves. Do it yourself. Come on. You have everything you need to walk in victory. Well, there's a rhema word right there. We don't, have to, we don't have to wait or wonder or whine. Amen. We want to be praisers. We want to give, give ourselves wholly to the work of the Lord. Amen. So I love that verse. Can we all say together, build yourself up? Let's do that. Um, I'll just read this one, Jeremy, but um, Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a person thinks in his heart, so is he. What are we thinking? What are we saying to our soul? Are we putting ourselves down? Are we saying, oh, you're a mess. You're a failure. You don't have what it takes. You're not worthy. You can't do it. Those are all lies from the devil. Amen. But as a person thinks, it's uh, Proverbs 23, 7. As a person thinks in his heart, we have to do our part. Our mind has been renewed. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians says, I remember uh, learning this as I was probably 20 years old when I learned that we can be renewed in the spirit of our mind. The old has passed. The new has come. We think new thoughts. We're not the same people we used to be. Our minds have been renewed. And I know there's been great teachings in this church on what that word renewed means. When something is it's renewed, it's similar to the transfiguration when Jesus was transfigured before the disciples and his clothes became white and dazzling bright as the sun, the Bible says. That same word, this is good news, that same word is used in how our minds are made new, dazzling, bright, brand new thoughts. The old has passed, the new has come, hallelujah. That's good news right there. Um, again, uh, I'll just read this one. I'm going to read Second Timothy 2.15. This struck me. This struck me. This verse talks about study to show yourself approved unto God. What word sticks out to you having been in this class for this morning? What word sticks out? Thank you, yourself. Yeah, I said not to put it up there, didn't I? Yeah, it's a study to show yourself approved unto God. You know, and there's a whole lot in that verse. But it says, do it. Show yourself that you know what the Word of God says. 
Show yourself, come on, that you know who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Show yourself, study, so that you can know your authority. That's a good place to say amen. Amen. Study to show yourself that you've picked up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Show, study to show yourself that you know that you can walk as an overcomer. All good news. Okay, moving right along. Um, we're almost up to time for coffee. And this is a quite familiar um, portion of scripture, and it's for Samuel 30. You'll know right away. Oh, i got to save time for one minute. I have a little reel I'm going to show you, too. So anyway, this one says, 1 Samuel 30, 6 through 8. I'll actually just um, say three words in, out of this myself. Is It's when David faced all kinds of, lots of trouble. But it says, David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Encourage yourself. I'm not teaching anything that I'm not working on myself. Study to show yourself approved unto God. That's all I'll say there because I forgot I had a little reel. And then if you want to prepare that reel, and um, I'm going to say um, Matthew 9.21 talks about the woman with the issue of blood. Now, everyone um, look up at me here. She said to herself, the woman with the issue of blood, she was speaking to herself. If I can but touch the fringe of his garment, come on, I will be made whole. Stop asking God to do it for you. Okay, just you can you rewind it? You speak to the sickness. Did you notice okay. in Mark 11? Yeah, we're good. Did you notice in Mark 11, in Mark 11, 23, and 24, Jesus in 23, he teaches the disciple how to walk by faith. And he said, the first thing you need to do, and stop asking God to do it for you. Right you there. exercise authority. Come on. You speak to the sickness, to yeah. the mountain, or to the problem. Yeah. But then right after that, in verse 24, Jesus said, but when you pray, mm. you must. What does you must mean? Come on. It's an option. Maybe if you feel like it. Mm. No, you must mean that's it. You must. No other option. You must. He said, when you pray, you must yeah. believe that you received it and you shall have it. That was it. So, so amen. Uh, Audrey's been here before. She's taught at the conference, and I uh, visited with her on the phone just recently. But um, isn't that a good word? So we want to do our part. All God's people said, amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Clap. Amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Amen. Enjoy your fellowship and um, enjoy um, your coffee, your tea, or your water. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. 
We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.